couple of things. Um, I love that first reading when they're reading about the Acts from the Acts of the Apostles, and they're saying, and they were all of one mind and one heart. And that one mind and that one heart was Jesus Christ. They were in the mind of Jesus, and they were willing to give their life to follow him. And then in the gospel, Jesus comes and stands in the midst of them. I love that. He stood in the midst of them, and he said, whose sins you forgive are forgiven, and whose sins you hold, well, they're held. That's power. And yet, in all of this, I kept thinking about it. I thought, what does this mean for us today? And it means the exact same thing. God forgives us, and he forgives all people if we are willing to forgive others. In the gospel, it said, that what you what you hold is held, and what you retain is re, or what you forgive is forgiven, and what you retain. And I thought, well, who's the you in all of this? And it's us. We're the ones who hold the grudges. Sometimes we're the ones who have a hard time letting go of something. Somebody hurts your feelings, and six months later, you can't remember what the argument was about, but you still know you don't like them. You know, and holding a grudge does nothing to the other person but it does a lot for us. We do not have to hold on to everything. That's the key, because none of us, none of us are doing it perfectly. But whatever we have, we can't take with us. A number of years ago, I had a parishioner, her name was Marta. Marta, good German woman, a hard-working German woman. At 94 years of age, she had over 100 rose bushes in her backyard that she would clip them as they were just about ready to bud. She would breathe warm air on them until they opened where she wanted them and put them in a refrigerator to stop it. And then every Sunday during rose season, she would bring baskets, or bouquets, I should say, of roses perfectly opened to the church. She was a hardworking woman. And she was 94 years old, and her was getting up there in the years, so she thought she should plan her funeral. And she went to the mortuary, and the mortician called me, and he said, I need to talk to you about Marta. And I said, okay, what about it? He said, well, why don't you come over? So I went over to the mortuary, and he said, Marta says she's going to be buried stark naked. And I said, you have a problem with that? <clears throat> and he said, well, not really stark naked, she wants to be wrapped in a bed sheet. And I told her, Marta, you should be in your best dress to meet God. And I said, well, I'll talk to her about it. I said, so Marta, I was talking to the mortician, and I heard you had some interesting requests. And she said, I'm going to be buried naked. I'm going to put a, sweater, a sheet on me from my bed. And I said, you think that's good? She said, well, it's good enough for the Lord Jesus. It's good enough for me. And so I called him, and I said, she's going to be buried naked. You know, she's going to be in a sheet. Why not? She didn't want to hold anything. She said, I don't want anything to keep me from God. I'm not going to hold any grudges. I'm not going to hold, you know, I'm giving everything I have is going to charity. And she said, I'm turning it all over to God. And as, as I was thinking about that this week, I thought, wow, God, Jesus Christ, is enough for any and every one of us. That's what this gospel is reminding us of. It's all about Jesus. It's about living your life in such a way that you just give it all away. 
again, a number of years ago at the school, at the high school, we had a $100,000 deficit in our budget as we were getting ready to start the year. And so I thought, well, I'd better go visit some of the right people. So I went, and I first person I went to, and I went to their house to have dinner with them, and we had dinner, and after dinner he said, all right, what do you want, how much you need? And I said, well, that kind of hurts that you think I just come over to your house for money. And he said, money and dinner is the only reason you come to our house. And I said, well, I've never come to you know, yell about your kids, and I could do that too, by the way. <clears throat> but here's the deal. He said to me, what do you need? And I said, I was going to ask you for $10,000. And he said, that's not what I asked. I said, what do you need? <clears throat> and I said, well, Dick, I'm asking you for $100,000, but what is the need? And I said, the need is $100,000. And he said, that's the problem, you priest. He said, you never go big enough. He said, here's the deal. If you're at a restaurant and you want a piece of cake, don't ask for a piece. Ask for the whole cake. Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe they'll give it to you. He said, so now, ask me. And I said, Dick, will you give me $100,000? And he looked at his wife and he said, can we give him $100,000? And she started to laugh and she said, I don't know if we can or can't, but obviously you're going to. <clears throat> and he looked at me and he said, I will have my business person write a check for $10,000 every month for the next 10 months. Is that all you need? And I said, yeah. I said, well then, his wife's name was, well, it doesn't matter what his name was, uh, her name was, she said, he said, honey, bring the cake. Let's have some cake. And we sat and had a wonderful evening, and I went home thinking, yes, one and, one and out, you know. But he had to give it all. And that's the challenge for us in life. Because you know what? Sooner or later, every single one of us is going to die. This is Mercy Sunday. And on Mercy Sunday, we're saying, God, have mercy on us. And God is saying, give me a reason to be merciful. How merciful are you to those around you? How do you love those around you? That's the challenge of this gospel. Not to hold on to anything that's going to keep us from God. Now, I'm not saying say everything, sell everything and give it to the church because you got kids who would try to kill me if you did that. But here's the deal. Make sure in your daily life you are as loving and forgiving to those around you as you want them to be to you. Spend your life doing for other people, and your life will become forth very, very rich.